Hello and welcome to Be Your Own Healer. This is Jeanette Murray, and I'm so glad you're here listening to this podcast because I have something special for you today. You'll be listening to my voice, but it won't be my preaching, so to speak. I have asked my guides if they would be willing to share some insights, and great guys that they are, they heartily agreed. I was pretty surprised, actually, because they so far have only participated in my work with Emotion Code. So this is pretty exciting for me, and I hope it is for you, too. I thought it might be beneficial to have them shed some insight or provide us with some information that would be helpful at this time. I know I feel I need all the guidance I can get with all that's going on, And it's so nice to have a different perspective on the state of the planet from beings who are involved and yet not participating in the global drama. My guides wish to provide some information they feel is needed in the world and would be helpful for us to know. And just in case you're wondering, even though I call them my guides, There is no ownership here, and they're just hanging out with me because I happen to like them, and I try hard to be receptive to them. As this is the first time for me to introduce these guides in a recorded message and to share their insight with an open audience, what we're going to hear now will be as much a surprise to me as it is to you. I have no idea what the topic will be other than it's about the state of the world we live in, and it will touch upon several important things the guides feel are necessary for us to hear at this time. And just to let you know how this guidance thing works, they don't necessarily give me words or sentences or speak in a monologue. Rather, they present me with thoughts ideas, pictures, symbols, and sometimes words or scenes I must interpret. So I might add here that my interpretation of what they're giving me may not be 100% accurate, although I do the best I can. If an idea doesn't make sense to me, I simply ask for more clarification, and they're good about giving it. So let's just hear what they have to say. And I promise you, I will not be changing my voice or assuming a different accent or any such thing. It's just me conversing with you and trying to convey what my guides are showing or telling me. First and foremost, the guides want you to know that you have your own spirit guides and always have They're with you to help and guide you on this difficult path through life. Whether you believe in guides or not is irrelevant. They are there, and they are always guiding you in subtle ways, sometimes very directly, as in what we call the voice of conscience. Sometimes they may give you a sense that you're going in a wrong direction or you need to make other choices. 
<clears throat> it's important to understand that they cannot and will not interfere in your life. They can only provide guidance and insights. I call this their primary directive, borrowing from Star Trek. The guides never interfere in terms of changing your karma or removing the lessons you have to learn, including the difficulties you must go through. But they can help you through difficult times and are ready and willing to do so at any time with one simple prerequisite. You must ask them. The prime directive does not allow them to step in at will and take over or control any aspect of your life, whether it be your thoughts, your emotions, or your beliefs. With that understanding, they want you to know that they can be called upon and they want to help because they've been assigned to you to be your guides in this lifetime. So it's to your benefit and theirs if you employ them and keep them busy. Give them some work to do. They may not answer all your questions at the time you ask them, and they're not about getting you what you want or fulfilling your dreams, but they are there to influence your thoughts, to help steer you and give you insights as you make your own way through life. At all times, though, it is you making your own choices and decisions and using your own free will. Their guidance today is about the state of the world we're now living in. There are, there are diverse opinions about what is happening out there, and everyone has a different perspective, sometimes ideas that clash and are not harmonious. It's a time of tumultuous world events and seeming craziness that is overtaking the entire planet. The word craziness may not be the best choice, so let me interpret it better as incoherence, confusion, disharmony, radical ideas, seemingly untested and inexplainable positions on various topics, mixed with a lot of fear and anxiety. The guides understand it is a tumultuous time for humanity, but they wish to point out that this seemingly upset condition is the way of the world. There truly never has been a time in the history of the planet when there wasn't some degree of chaos, wars, disputes, and differences of opinion. The 21st century is not novel or unique in this aspect. In fact, there have been far worse times in the very long and little understood history of this planet. They're not going to discuss the topic of the age of the planet or how many civilizations have come and gone. That's up to you to research if you're so inclined. Suffice to say that planet Earth has recreated itself 
many times over. We today are living on a planet that is in constant flux and change, and change is taking place on all levels, including the weather, the climate, and the way the land masses and water bodies are arranged. There are changes taking place rather rapidly in some cases, such as in the melting of the polar ice caps and the rising level of the oceans. And there are changes that are slower and less apparent to most people. For those of you who get caught up with the discussions of what we're doing to harm the planet and nature and how our activities are speeding up the changes that are coming, they wish to point out that this cycle has repeated itself over and over and over again. And as the saying goes, there is nothing new under the sun. The importance of spiritual awareness is as great now as it ever has been. So what does this mean, spiritual awareness? It means that we must comprehend that we are not just the bodies that our souls ride around in. We are souls. We are souls that chose to be here on this planet at this time. There are no mistakes or accidents. So it's not a question of finding oneself here and saying, oh no, how did this happen? How did I end up in this mess? Your appearance on the planet at this time was planned before you were reincarnated. You set a plan in motion before you came back this time and every time. It's also important to understand that no one person's plan for their life is better than anyone else's. This may come as a surprise to many, but the reality of this life experience is that everyone is playing the unique role they've chosen to play. This cast is not at all by accident. We're each playing an important role in the overall drama, knowing this sheds an entirely different light on the judgments we make about everybody else and their actions. Yes, it's very natural for humans to judge one another, believing that one particular way, one philosophy, one set of values, and one set of beliefs are somehow better than others, or more highly spiritual, or just plain right. The fact remains, we're all equal. We're all one. The guides know that you, have, you may have heard that over and over again in your learnings and practices, this same belief, and it may even have become a worn-out term for some. But the truth is, we are all creations of the one God, the source of all creation. We are all equal. We are all one. It is only by virtue of the patterns of our many past lives 
that we end up where we are in this particular incarnation. If that is not very clear, here's a different way of looking at it. Some may come into this life as very unhealthy individuals. Some may come in as incredibly strong and healthy people. Some may come in as models of beauty, while others may come in as less than beautiful. Some may come gifted with great intelligence, and some may come with limitations of intellect. But each and every one of these human beings is important and necessary in this great drama of earth life. Surely by now you're shaking your head and saying, but what about the evildoers, the terrorists, the criminals, the people who fill the prisons, the bad actors? Are they also here playing a role that's necessary to the life of this planet? And the answer is absolutely yes. Each and every person is an integral part of the drama of life on earth. This is not to say that one must adopt an attitude of aloofness or non-involvement or a lack of interest in what's going on around them, unless that's the role that you chose to play. No, you must question, why is this so and why do we keep coming back? Why do we keep repeating these acting roles in this drama? changing them from lifetime to lifetime, changing perhaps our gender, our social status, our demographics or religions, our races and nationalities. Why are we continuing to be caught up in the earthly play? The answer is really quite simple. We're all on a path back to home, back to the source, the creator. We're all striving to rediscover our oneness with the source of all life and all creation. Why do we choose different types of lives? It comes down to the lessons that must be learned in order for the soul to progress and to find its way back home. For example, a racially prejudiced person will most definitely come back in another life as the race they fought against or disparaged. A person who is intolerant of those with differing gender identities will most definitely return in another lifetime as a person with a different type of gender. A person who has murdered will come back in a lifetime to be murdered. You know about the law of karma, also called the law of cause and effect, and also referred to in the Christian biblical quote, as you sow, so shall you reap. It's really a testimony to the fairness of the creator in that no one and that means absolutely no one gets away with anything. The karma for a particular action may not be experienced in this lifetime. 
but it most assuredly will be faced in another lifetime. And don't forget that karma is not all bad stuff. For all our good actions, we enjoy good karma. Ever wonder why a seemingly not very nice person is lavishly rich? It's karma. It doesn't mean they're a better person or more favored by the Creator or that they're getting it right this time around. It just means that at this particular time, they're getting some good karma payback, literally. Which brings us to the topic of your spiritual path and why it's so important to find one and stick to it. Unfortunately, what many people are doing today is aligning themselves with a particular belief system that satisfies some needs in them. It might be a desire to be powerful, to be on the winning side, to be a member of the right club, or to set themselves apart from other people. It may be just something you were born into and convinced at an early age that it was the right path for you. But this is not what is meant by a spiritual path. That's a completely human path. The spiritual path is about unity through absolute, unconditional love and total, non-judgmental acceptance of all people and all conditions. We know that this may be contradictory to many people's belief systems, and that is fine. You do not have to accept or believe anything you don't wish to. And that's what we call free will. Each and every person on this planet has the right to exercise free will, unless, of course, their power has been taken away from them by someone else, by some form of dictatorship whether it be governmental, personal, or church-related. Some people welcome not having free will, leaving it up to others to tell them what to think, or how to behave, or what to believe. The concept of free will sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? But the truth is, Free will is also what causes people to have so many problems. It's like going into a mile-long smorgasbord and having a thousand different choices of things to eat, knowing there's no way you can have it all, but you're certainly going to sample as much as you can, usually at the cost of overeating and making yourself ill. For some, free will is like a mini version of this smorgasbord where one may become fixated on one particular item or one particular belief or one particular pastime that appeals to them. To some, it may be their work or making money or being in control or entering into positions of power and leadership and striving to get what they most desire. 
Some may think they know best and should influence others to think just like them. Some may feel that they're above the rest, finding themselves in superior life circumstances. Some may feel righteous because they chose a more nobler occupation, such as something in the medical profession or being a teacher or a parent. But is anyone truly better than anyone else? The answer, of course, is no. It's not a question of being better. It's a question of where your free will leads you. The lesson here is that we must accept each and every person on this planet as playing the exact role they're meant to play, whether it be the role of a saint or of a sinner, the role of a freedom fighter or a cartel leader. Everyone has a role to play, and believe it or not, they're all important. Why? because we're all on a path back to home. We could go on and on talking about karma and reincarnation, but we wish to switch to a different topic right now, a rather serious one. The world is going through many changes. We're not here to tell you these changes are necessarily all bad, but the world is facing increasingly more difficult times. Almost no one today can deny the effect of the changing climate. And as the climate changes, so much else will be affected in ways that are not fully appreciated by most, except for the scientists who study such things. It is not our intention to bring a message of doom and gloom or to paint a picture of disaster, but just to spread an awareness that, as has already been stated, it was your choice to reincarnate at this time. You and others guiding you had a part to play in making that choice. Whatever difficulties lie ahead, you had an awareness of what you were getting into when you chose to come back at this time. It would behoove you to make the most of your life at this particular time that is delivering so many opportunities for learning and for spiritual growth. Love, acceptance, non-judgmentalism, compassion, reaching out to others who may be struggling more than you on their path and maintaining equilibrium during these tumultuous times are of utmost importance and of extreme value to your soul's progression. We hope that you will ponder some of these ideas as we wish to leave you with one paramount thought and this is it. All is well. Are you familiar with the saying, God is in his heaven and all is right with the world? That is what you need to grab onto. Everything is happening according to plan. 
It is possible to live in this world and find true peace and happiness, meaning and a sense of purpose. Seek that, and this time on this planet will be far more bearable and much more enjoyable for you. We are deeply appreciative for this opportunity to share with you these insights, and we thank you for having listened to this message. There will be more, for we have agreed to return and offer more insights. Just turn to your guides, whether you recognize them as angels, saints, figures such as Jesus, the Buddha, or Allah, yogi masters, or beings of light, or no particular being at all, merely the source of all, or the universe. Go to that energy, to that person or being, and ask for guidance. You will receive it. At this time more than ever, the help is there. You just have to seek it. Our love and blessings remain with you always. Until the next time. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm so happy that the guides were willing to share such valuable information. It fills me with hope and gratitude for having such guidance. I hope we'll meet again. But until that time, take care. God bless and namaste. I bow to the divinity in you.